This is Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Welcome to Change for Your Dollar, a podcast where we have real conversations exploring the burdens and blessings around money and faith. I'm your host, John Putnam. After two decades as a financial advisor and almost 20,000 conversations with people just like you, I noticed that money has a sneaky way of getting between us and God. And whether you have a lot of money or a little, your mindset around money affects your relationship to God and your life. Listen, friends, money's not bad, but it's also not easy. So let's explore together how to align your money choices with your faith, using money as a tool with God as your guide. Because I believe you can love God, have money, use it wisely, and boldly live a faithful life. Welcome to episode eight of Change for Your Dollar. John Putnam here, and it's so great to be with you today. A Kodak scientist during World War II was working on creating a new acrylic, and he accidentally created a new compound that dried very hard and clear, but it was way too sticky to work with. Then in the early 50s, the scientist rediscovered the compound and realized it could permanently bind two surfaces together without heat or pressure. You guessed it, and superglue was born. Unfortunately, though, superglue can't help us with what we're talking about today, and that is how do we create and stick to a budget? You know, of all the financial situations that people wrestle with, Creating and sticking to a budget has got to be near the top of the list. If I've heard it once, I've heard it a hundred times. John, I just can't make my budget stick. Look, I get it. But I also know you're smart and you know the math. You set your budget. Now, all you have to do is follow it, right? It seems so simple, but why is it so hard? I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I call this a little secret because, unfortunately, I don't believe most people think of a budget in the way I'm getting ready to share with you. Here goes. Your budget is practical worship. And if your budget is worship, then it's a spiritual issue. And if it's a spiritual issue, you should expect a spiritual battle. And spiritual battles require spiritual perspective spiritual actions, and spiritual weapons. All right, let me give you a little biblical context around this. 1 Peter 4, 10 to 11 says this, As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. In 1 Corinthians 10, 31, it says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And then in Romans 7, 15 to 20, it reads, For I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law. That is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. 
Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I want to share the thought once more now that you've heard that biblical perspective. Your budget is practical worship. And if your budget is worship, then it's a spiritual issue. And if it's a spiritual issue, you should expect a spiritual battle. And spiritual battles require spiritual perspective, spiritual actions, and spiritual weapons. Most of us make budgets the same way. You know, we write down our expenses in a list, we add them up. If the number is less than your income, well, that's a good start. If the number is more than your income, well, there's some trimming to do. Now, it's easy to trim the numbers, but you're going to also have to trim your behaviors and your expectations because this is where this spiritual connection, this spiritual foundation comes in. In addition, many things within our own control can come up that can cause us to question, revise, or exceed our budget. It no longer sticks. The math in the budget is the easy part, but what good is it if the math doesn't stick to the moment? See, here's the secret in this budget battle. If you want to stick to your budget, your budget must first stick to you. I know that sounds sort of cute when I say it, but stay with me for a second. You know, if you've ever put glue on anything, you know that both sides play a significant role in the sticking process. One side needs fresh adhesive and the other side needs to be clean. If one or the other is not prepared the right way, then go ahead and expect to be disappointed. On the other hand, if both sides are prepared properly, then you've given yourself the best chance for success. Okay, so let's take a look at each of these sides and then see what Scripture has to say about it as well. All right, side number one, the adhesive must be fresh. Well, in Ephesians 5, 15 to 16, it says this, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Guys, have you ever tried to glue something and it didn't stick and you started fooling around with it and maybe you tried to peel it off and then stick it again? Guys, it seems the stickiness never lasts for long. And every time you try to reuse the same old glue, it gets weaker and weaker. See, my question is this. Are you trying to make the same old budget work? Maybe it's time to start with a fresh perspective. You know, asking God to guide you in the budgeting process. Ask Him to help you look carefully at your expenses, following His wisdom and His will. You may come up with the same numbers as your old budget, but they will hold a new power and position when they are devoted to God and His plans for you. Your budget, prepared in respect and worship of God, supported by His wisdom, will be ready to stick when you are. All right, side number two. We talked about that the surface must be clean. In Ezekiel 36, 25, it says this, I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean from all your uncleanliness and from all your idols. I will cleanse you. Listen, you've heard me say this before. We're all human. We're all a work in progress. We're just trying to figure this out, which means we're not the cleanest bunch, which is why we need Jesus. And even after we say yes to him, our financial lives can still get a little soiled. In both abundance and in scarcity, we can sometimes begin to pay more attention to our money and our stuff than we do to him. 
Because these financial attitudes can dirty the surface of our hearts and lives. Well, Jesus calls them idols, and they need to go. That's why in any budget, if it's attached to an unprepared heart surface, it's destined for turmoil and confusion. Guys, this is a spiritual battle. You Only God and God alone can wash us clean of all our transgressions, past, present, and future. The solution is simple and powerful. Bathe your budget in prayers of thanks and confession and repentance to prepare your heart for the financial goals God has in front of you. Because a clean heart is a prepared heart. Because this budget battle is all around your finances. You know, sin, desires, temptation, an enemy, and more. You can't solve all this with math and willpower. Most of us aren't strong enough for that. That's why I pray that your fresh plans and prepared hearts will stick firmly together as you seek to worship God with your budget. I certainly hope that as a result of our conversation today, that you're thinking about taking a fresh look at your budget. And if you do, I want to help you create it and stick to it. Because I've found that most people look at their budgets in only two dimensions, sort of dollars in and dollars out. However, many times it's only four or five categories that disrupt a budget, and they are almost always categories under our control. So I developed a three-dimensional budget model process along with scripture and prayer that makes it easier to design your budget. And it also makes it easier to find potential disruptors in your budget as you go along. And I'm making it available to you today. All you need to do is go to changeforyourdollar.com, click on the link, and get your free PDF download of the three-dimensional budget model. You've been listening to Change For Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Thank you for joining me for Change for Your Dollar, where we have real conversations exploring the burdens and blessings around money, faith, and life. For more tools and resources, please visit changeforyourdollar.com. I'm John Putnam. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next time.